This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, September 7th, 2021, episode 347. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can visit me and follow me on various social media platforms. You can check out my daily radio program. Can you believe that? They pay me to talk at uh, nickcraig.com. Joining me as he does each and every week from the great state of Idaho, Brian with an I, Aldridge. Hello, Mr. Brian. How are you? Hello. I'm doing very well and uh, glad to be back in town. Uh, We had a long weekend, I guess, you know, holiday weekend. Hopefully you did something fun. (laughs) It was a yesterday morning was rough. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. In the pre-show, I was talking a little bit about how, where we're at pretty much the internet, cell phones and landlines for the whole town died while I was there. Um, Luckily we were in the mountains and expecting to do things, but I was kind of nervous if I got stuck there and had to work. Um, and then, yeah, we're here. So got a normal day of working. I did forget my laptop up there, which kind of sucks. So I should have that tomorrow. Yeah, but I was shit. able to work. Are you getting a Well, shit? I can know I can still work. Like what I'm doing right now, I can still work because it's all web-based. So I was able to still work and do what I needed to do. Damn. But I'm going back up there next, you know, this coming weekend. It feels like it's a long ways away. But, I mean, it's Tuesday already. <laughs> so, you know. It is Tuesday evening. Thursday, yes. I'll get it back. It absolutely is. All right. Anyways, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab and Parlor. Of course, my blog, biteoftech.com. But if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, just go to the right-hand side and where it says join our server on Discord, uh, you can connect. It's a free app on your phone or it's a free desktop. They have a web-based version of it. And you can communicate with other people that or fans of the show, you can send messages to us. That's probably the preferential way for you to contact us. Uh, we've got a news channel. So if there's a maybe a game you think we should be covering, a topic that we should be covering, submit it in that channel and we'll review it before every show. Um, we have a Steam group for when the time change happens and we'll start getting notifications again. Uh, Steam won't be down during our hour. Uh, we have Twitch, YouTube, uh, BitChute, and DLive for the live show. Um, and also some of those have the recordings after the fact. And then... After the fact, you can listen to the podcast version, which at the lower right-hand side, whatever platform you're using, device, uh, there's a lot of different ways for you to go and, and connect to us. And if you're listening, I really encourage you to jump to the particular episode that you're going to listen to and follow along with the show notes because there's videos, uh, there's articles, we've got sometimes PDFs and images of, of different graphs. There's a lot of information in there that will really help you if you're following along and can't have a full you know, video stream where you're at. So uh, if you want to support us at the top, we've got our support button or you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or, you know, there's Prime Gaming, Humble Bundle, Amazon, a lot of different ways you can uh, support us and uh, was a subscribe star. So, and a I, lot of people uh, have, and we're looking forward to when we can actually go to a convention and use those funds. I do want to thank our friend, the Sauce Boss, Big Woody Sauce, the Ross Man, for uh, hitting us up with the 33-month in the morning uh, resubscription here. As <laughs> yeah. uh, as a little, actually, it was during the uh, the pre-show of the program. So thank you, Ross. Great, uh, greatly appreciated. Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah. So we got one more show here in town. We got, we'll do. We'll be on uh, yes. next Tuesday, and then a weekend of degeneracy and. Uh, Lost and wages. then a recovery show. <laughs> yeah, well, my recovery show starts at six a.m. Monday mornings. Uh, that would oh, that's Monday true. After, so you'll so, you'll have yeah. to uh, you'll have to get it. Well, wake the, up a little bit sooner. Specifically, the reason I decided to take a red eye out Saturday night instead of a Sunday morning flight. So I think I'm actually because of the time oh, change, yeah. I'm actually back home at like eight thirty a.m. Sunday morning because I think my flight's at like midnight or something like that. Um, like oh yeah. Well, then something. you can kind of get some sleep during the day, get back on your routine. Yeah, where you can wake well, up fairly early, or you know, get it, sleep early enough to where that doesn't feel like my, a crazy early hour. It, exactly. So that's uh, that's going to be the plan for uh, for that. So yeah, very much looking forward to that. Uh, Pax did go on uh, this weekend. Um, 
didn't. I haven't heard see anything about it. Anything about <laughs> I didn't see it? Any press, I didn't see a single press release about it or anything. I mean, I think there was a an announcement of an indie video game where they played, you know, a trailer for it. That's the only like new thing I guess that would be tied to PAX that I saw that was done in that format. So maybe I mean, that, so, but that was an indie indie title. I didn't see anything else. So it go uh, back to um, <clears throat> something I mentioned that they needed to do um, with this because it was a much, it was a su- very subdued show due to vendors not being yeah. there. They have announced that PAX 2021 attendees will have early access to PAX West 2022 badges with a 25% off rate. So they obviously Well, that's a good indicator of what it, what it was. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just got my Steam notification. That's exciting. Um, yes. So... That is how they went around that. Um, overall, the um, what I, I browsed the uh, uh, PAX Reddit, our PAX, this mm-hmm. week a couple times. I mean, the people that went seemed to enjoy it, um, but... I think it's that community of people that just go for PAX. There. You know, the, like they're not going like, for the convention for what it's providing. They're going for the people that come. And I think like, it's that whole group. Like this is literally a picture on the Reddit. It's like, oh, remember when stuff used to be in this corner? <laughs> like that's kind yeah. of kind of the, the vibe from uh, from Paxwell. So it went on without a hitch. They made some big deal yeah. about their vaccination rate or some stupid BS like that. But uh, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's Pax. So there you have it. All right. Well, do you how do you want to start this today uh do you want to start with politics something a little bit yes. political or do you want to start with some okay um, let's go ahead and go there yeah, or do you want to go with gaming no no let's what we normally do yeah let's do we normally do a first half and then cover kind of wrap up some of the games before the show runs so let's start with that okay so a a person who happens to be in games uh beta tweet about their something i guess political kind of political oh and God, about no their way. personal opinion of something. Wow. And, uh, and, but the problem is they didn't give the opinion, um, of, that you're allowed to have on Twitter, even though there's no reason for them to, to legally not have this opinion or ethically not have this opinion. Um, you know, you can argue both sides and it's not a settled issue. So this should be a freedom of speech issue. But uh, this is uh, John Gibson, and he said, proud of U.S. Supreme Court, hashtag U.S. Supreme Court, affirming the Texas law banning abortion for babies with a heartbeat. As an entertainer, I don't get political often, yet with so many vocal peers on the other side of this issue, I felt it was important to go on the record as a pro-life game developer. Um, He needs to be canceled. He needs to be fired from his job and removed immediately from everything for having having such a dangerous and damning opinion, Brian. How dare he? Yeah, so this that's all he said. Holy shit. And I felt that, that I, uh, I felt like that was I felt like that was I'm, a, I'm I, having a bit of a panic. You need a little say you need to go to your safe space and, and having a bit and, of an anxiety uh, relax a little bit. A, bit a bit of an anxiety attack right now, having such a dangerous opinion. So now we've got other studios chiming in uh, with their opinions. So Chivalry Two developer condemns Tripwire over company president's support of abortion ban. So uh, there's one company, and here, guess what? They had a co-development partner end its contracts with the Killing Floor and Maneater creator. So Good. they've got people canceling contracts because of their opinion on one issue. Good. Which, which is a total freedom of speech issue. Yeah. Um, no, this is okay, well, why, uh, why I say good. I don't mean it's good that they cancel the contract, but it's good because now they can get into a contract with a company that isn't a bunch of flaming leftists and can. Ha- yeah. you know, it's so funny because the reason we stopped, for example, if you look at our little lower third graphic behind here, you don't see a Twitter icon. It's because we stopped using Twitter because all of the developers yeah. that we follow in our space, except for this one guy who, by the way, is a great follow on Twitter. You should give him a follow is he's at. Ram Yeager, R-A-M-M-Y-A-E-G-E-R. Um, he just he just has the complete opposite opinion from all of the other developers, which, by the way, as I scroll through my Twitter feed today, um, you know, 
remember the name Jimmy Wisenhunt, Brian? That name yeah. ring a bell, H1Z1? Well, he was tweeting about it today. I don't see any backlash on his Twitter account um, or anything of yeah. that nature. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, and so this is this is something that is just frustrating because, you know, why we're... That's personally one reason why I was always very hesitant for us to ever mention anything political on the show for a long time. And we didn't for a very, very, really, very long time really say anything. And it was kind of a, a, an agreement between Nick and I that we didn't really talk about that. Yeah. Um, then there was a point where it became so incredibly obvious like this, that it's bias, that there is no equal treatment out here whatsoever in this industry. And so for me, that just made it, kind of clear that well what's the difference you know um you know what's what what difference does it make at this point <laughs> as some people would say um so i just figure you know this is going to continue to happen if if nobody's going to stand up uh, stand up for him stand behind him and show him you know what you're not alone in this because everybody's so scared to say anything yeah it's going to continue this way you know what? There is a silent majority of people, or actually, I wouldn't sign I'm just going to say majority, but there's a silent e equal group of people that have the opposite opinion of this. You know, the percentages kind of go up and down depending on what particular version of this issue you take. But this one is a very particular version of the issue. Um, you know, what's the difference? I mean, why hold back anymore? I mean, I'm not saying like just make all politics, but. This guy, he stood up and stood his ground. Um, let's see what happens to him. Uh, he will be an example. He's willing to be a martyr for this. Uh, and, but you know what? He may come out on top, and I hope he does. I hope he comes out stronger because people realize if you don't have any counter opinions, uh, what, you know, you, you'll run amok. It ha it's happened in history. If you don't have anything to, to slow down what you, anybody wants, uh, they'll do all kinds of crazy things. So. All yeah, right. I think that's that, that's, well, no, that's it for me. That is, yeah, it's frustrating. It's very. I don't, I don't want to get to where I get too deep into this. It's just it's a frustrating to see someone who said something that was not even controversial. It was an opinion. You can agree with it or you can disagree with it. That's their opinion because they have a legitimate cause behind what they're saying as well. You can say it's about the woman. Another person can say it's about the baby. That's their opinion, right? That's the two sides of the issue. Yeah, get over I, it. That's how life works. You can't uh, kill everybody or push everybody out or just, you know, remove everybody that you don't like. Well, and, that, and I'm scrolling through the Twitter replies right now, which are an absolute fucking cesspool. Um, not to be any surprise with that of just, again, people de deranged people on. I, I'll call it exactly what it is. Deranged people on the left that. You know, they're, they're calling him just all kinds of awful, terrible things. I'm, I've just, I played nearly 1,000 hours between Killing Floor 1 and 2. I am heavily disappointed to know that games coming from this company ran by a misogynist who thinks women are baby ovens. Good to know that you acknowledge you're the vocal minority, though. I'm uninstalling your game. Fuck off. I mean, it's just like, it's just so stupid. All right, stupid. here, sorry. This is this is one hour ago. He has been fired from Tripwire. What? He has been fired from Tripwire. Or actually, wait, I take that. He has stepped down. Which would you know what that means? That that's so that he doesn't have his, on his resume that he was fired. Where so, do you see this? Um, it's on. I have it on The Verge. I have it on Kotaku. I have it on the site called NME. Wow. Okay, well, there you've got it. It has worked again. So, Good, yeah. So there you go. Um, if you are willing to say your opinion in today's culture, this is what you can expect. Why do you think that I stopped messing with the video game industry? There you go. As far as I chose, I in no way do I want a career anymore in the video game industry because it would be impossible for me to ever say my opinion again on the internet or anywhere um, without a risk of being forced to step out of my position, being fired, anything. I, I don't have crazy opinions. That was not a crazy opinion. He believes that if a baby in the stomach has a heartbeat, that it shouldn't be allowed to be killed. That's his opinion. 
Now he can't have a job in this industry anymore. What is up with that? You know, yeah, that no, the, to me no, is no, disgusting. Yeah, I mean, this industry is a hellhole, and it's specifically, as you said, Brian, specifically the reason that we, first of all, kind of stopped um, going into the whole, you know, for a period of time, we were talking about pivoting and doing more with developers. Getting and a lot of like guests just, and just doing, not, yeah, really going just, a lot. But we're, then we'd be so subject to this. We wanted yeah. to be subject to our listeners. You know, our listeners are the ones that hold us accountable. I didn't want that. We wanted some certain sponsorship or advertiser or whoever to uh, want us to say certain things. <laughs> you know, I mean, or if we even said this wrong thing, whole studios refused to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? It's just it, the industry is so fickle. And that but until it comes to, you know, and then they come to this where they'll just they're willing to, you know, mess with a person's life because they don't enjoy your opinion. I mean, this guy has a family. You're you're saying that because you don't like his opinion, he has to go without, and he Correct. can't provide for his family. Yeah, because he's according. That's to what you're saying. Social media. He's a misogynist piece of shit. Correct. Well, that if if as a person, whether you consider yourself right or left, you don't find this disturbing. I don't. I you're part of the problem. I'm gonna, <laughs> I mean, honestly. I'm going to if reach you out. don't see what happened here, regardless of whether you agree with him or not, the fact that this happens, what if your side, your opinion was the one that was this would happen to you it, for? It, and you it, can well, say, that, well, it did in the past, but you know what? It doesn't anymore. And people changed. And now you're going the opposite direction, attacking people just because you want it your way all the time. Correct. When someone compromises and changes and says, you know what? We think you're right on some of these issues and comes to the middle. That doesn't mean you go for the jugular. You should start learning to work with other people and get a middle ground that's actually reasonable. This is not reasonable, and this is not a middle ground. Correct. This is crazy but, fringe. But this is the tech industry. This is this is um, overly educated, underqualified people working in an industry, and that's what the gaming industry is. And it is nothing but a bunch of... Um, sheltered in a bubble people that think the entire country thinks like San Francisco, San Diego, LA and Seattle. Portland, Oregon and, and Seattle. Yeah. And unfortunately, well, fortunately we don't. Um, so I just, uh, I just reached out to him. I want to see if we can, I want to see if we can snag him for an interview. I would love to speak with him. Or even, I mean, even on your show, that would be amazing. I mean, I know it's kind of a, a niche, but it is, should be an eye opener for yeah. any industry that this is a problem. Uh, you know, in this, I, I put, you know, I put the link in the show notes also for uh, the update to him being out. Um, but yeah, this, this is, this is one reason why I never continued with Google. I, I did enough. I spent enough time employed by Google to where I could have gone and been fast tracked for full-time employment with them. And you want to know, I didn't want to because I didn't want to move down to San Diego and be subject to have to walk and talk a certain way and not be allowed to ever voice my opinion. Mm. It wasn't worth it to me. I'd rather stay here, you know, and not have that on my job title, you know, and not have that on my resume of going back and, you know, doing whatever for him because it wasn't worth not being allowed to have my own opinion. That's too valuable for me. And, um, you know, cause this is what the industry and not just in gaming is in tech it's in, and there's plenty, I'm sure there's plenty of other industries that I'm not as familiar with that it is in, but you know, regardless of your opinion on abortion, you should be allowed to say, I agree with one side or the other. Look at this ha exact same thing happened when people said they agreed with Trump. People were being forced out of companies for saying that they voted for a president that nearly 50 or about 50% of the, the uh, whole population voted for. And you're not allowed to have that opinion. That is just disgusting. And this has just, this kind of stuff happens every once in a while. And it's, it, it, I love where's the, the people, uh, where's the outrage? I love the, the, the sub headline here from the verge. John Gibson lost to see a position in a blistering fast example of actions and consequences. Don't you love how that's written? Actions and again, he just he yeah. Said what he was the action? I I said uh, my opinion. I agree with a law. I agree with a law that was reaffirmed yeah. by the I, U.S. Supreme I Court. Agree. 
<laughs> I agree with the people that they're usually touting and the whole reason, the whole law and group that they're standing behind to, to, for their whole thing that they're discussing anyways. The only reason that they're discussing this topic is because of the exact same group that they're now mad someone is agreeing with. Correct. Is that not hypocrisy? Yeah. I mean, no, it is. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's pure hypocrisy it's, it's and it's just credible. Well, it just goes to show that this, I mean, it really just goes to show how awful and terrible the Silicon Valley industry really is. I mean, it is, it is yeah. it, when I say it's an absolute cesspool of nothing but leftist nonsense. And some people I'm sure listening are like, oh, you guys are a bunch of whatever. Piss off. I mean, this is the reality of it. You can't, again, all he said is, I agree with a law that was passed in Texas. That law was then reaffirmed by the highest court in the United States. He said that and lost his job. Saying, I agree with a law. That's all I said. I agree with and, the law. And, and the odd, and the odd thing is, is how, what as the type of statement that you would have to say to have the same type of reaction on the other side would be to say, "I enjoy killing puppies," right? Something uh, no, like because, that. No, because no, because we get you fired. No, it wouldn't mean, because something, we've, uh, something that triggers our, the right group that will start Twitter, an up or uproar. Our Twitter account, our infection podcast Twitter account, which I, we don't use often, was full of nothing but developers and people in this industry making threats against people for being Republicans and conservatives threatening to kill people. people. They don't, they don't necessarily care as much about people. That's why I said puppies specifically because it matters more to them. Okay. Come with me here. (laughs) But the thing is, is, you know, you, you could do that and that would get them in an uproar that would get them upset, but you could, you turn that around and say, okay, instead of puppies, I meant babies. Oh, wait a minute here. Flip that script. Let's go the other way. Uh, that's hypocrisy. We're not saying women die. Nowhere is it said women die in this bill. It's just saying once they get old enough, you know, don't we don't think you should have the right to take their life anymore. What's that have to do with his job? That uh, opinion is perfectly because, harmless. That because, perfect opinion is kind of wholesome, actually. I mean, yeah. I would prefer that even if it were a uh, an animal, I wouldn't want to kill it if its heart's beating in the stomach. I just, I wouldn't. It well, doesn't matter to me what or who it is. I'll say this. The good news in this situation is hopefully John will, I, I mean, he's obviously not an idiot. Um, he no. was the president and one of the founding members of Tripwire. Hopefully he no. will rebound into this and maybe open up. Brian, you ready for this? open up a game studio of people that that might think alike. the politics their politics don't matter or just a game studio where the politics don't come into account <laughs> right could, could it doesn't you, well, have yeah, to be a politics for the other side yeah but, yeah, but no but what ha- what ends up happening is you're the founder of a group and then a couple of other people oh, get yeah, in they'll, and they'll, then it gets successful and they'll out him yeah exactly and that's exactly what, what what this is obviously his co-founders and the people around him are feckless and can't handle uh, and and what this really comes down to is social media outrage. The guy only yeah. has eight thousand followers on Twitter. Brian, this tweet has fourteen thousand replies, eighteen thousand yeah. hearts, which is just people seeing it, liking it, and then nine thousand yeah. retweets. What I think is really funny too is the by the way used to he was the- in Seattle four packs west, like when this I know, happened. he was there saying hi yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just this is going to continue happening. And as I said, at what point are people going to stand up and say, you know what? That's not right. And that's where that's what disturbs me is where's the honor in either side? You know, even someone who doesn't agree with his politics to stand up and say, you know what? I agree that people should be able to say their opinion because I don't want to be someone who has my opinion suppressed. Yeah, that should also, be enough for a person to wake up. But you're also not retarded. So that's how you can come to yes. that. Well, that's yeah, you're missing but, a key. You're missing a key point in this argument. You're you're a rational but human I just, being. <laughs> I mean, I'm a libertarian. I don't yeah, but, subscribe to all the things conservatives, Republicans, liberals, Democrats. I don't subscribe to any of their 
line item things. I have looked at each issue and made my own decision and decided I think people should be able to make their own decisions for themselves for the most part, unless it affects someone else. Once that baby has a heartbeat, it affects someone else. That fits into my category. If the baby was not, it did not have a heartbeat, it would not be its own, right? That still fits in this, that it's libertarians. I mean, we're looking at people and just saying, what in the world is wrong with half of this population? Because you got people like this who used to say, uh, you know, remember there was a books, um, Fahrenheit, uh, what was that one from 421, where it was about all it, book burning back in, you know, back when th- that was a hot topic of suppression and, and socialism and all that. And you look at that and you had all these liberals standing up and like that was pushing for them. You know, you don't suppress people. Uh, you don't silence them. And now it's turned around and now they're silencing people. Correct. Where before they said, stand in the street, be heard. Well, now it's like, you know, shut up and sit down. Uh, that is just such a turn from what they claim to be. Well, I would and, recommend. And now here we are. I would recommend that if people listening to this have similar opinions to uh, you and I that you go over to John Gibson's Twitter, which I'll throw a link in the show notes for, give him a follow and send him a tweet as I did yeah. and let him know that uh, contrary to what progressive, you know, so we got a lot of news to get into. Well, I'll, I'll hold off on this, but there's right, a well, post- we, we, we can do whatever I don't worry. I, I put them in well, order. Of I, I just, I just, I just want to mention because there was a post on the PAX Reddit last week. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. that I saw and the post was I can't go I I can't push myself to go to PAX South because of their completely bigoted law that they just passed and it was all these people in these comments saying how they couldn't go to Texas now and all this and I just I think I responded with something to the effect of nobody n- nobody just then just don't fucking go like something simple as simple as that but it was this whole yeah. Died. You know, the guy practically wrote War and Peace on a Reddit post about how he was so virtuous and all this other bullshit. I just, yeah, it's just so stupid. I know, and it's and it doesn't feel like it's slowing down. No, it's know? only and, getting and worse. Is, but here's it, the best part like about it's it: getting worse and, and worse every and year. And I'll end on this: it 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 only it will it eventually stops, and the reason it stops is because. You're never too, you're you're never woke enough, and eventually yeah. you're just not far enough into their viewpoint that even people on their own side get ousted. So I'm all for this. Let this industry con- let this industry because con- th- what this it's comes just down to continue to kill itself is what it's it will continue happen. itself. And the games are becoming. You know, we talked a lot about the uh, potential for the next Saints Row to be the last episode title was SJW Row. These this industry will eventually eat itself alive, just like big tech has. And then once the once it burns to the ground, let the ashes smolder for a little while and then it will be rebuilt into something that is actually realistic for what it it is, which is an industry of people that want to play video games and really don't care about politics. Well, and like it's kind of like frustrating coming from an industry that was built, you know, with some of the silliness of the 80s of Duke Nukem. And postal leisure suit, leisure suit, Larry postal. And then it's turned into this, you know, where people, the reason that you play video games is to escape reality and do something you normally wouldn't do. And with leisure suit, Larry, whether it's flirt with a a hot girl because you're a nerd, right. Or I had a postal. I'm assuming your your goal is not to go mow everything down, but I prefer you do it virtually. uh, And then doing the real thing, you know, it's like, the, and they've proven study after study that these violence does not lead to viol- real world violence in video games. Uh, you know, so it's like, at what point are they just going to back off a little bit? You know, let get people put out video games that they find entertaining, like what Saints Row used to be. And we'll see when the game actually comes out how neutered it really is. But, you know, I, it, I, people want that kind of fun game. And you want to know what? They're going to make their games so unenjoyable because look at what makes things like gta enjoyable the games that don't bend to their rules and don't bend to their little whims here are the ones that are going to come out so successful because they're going to be like gta that doesn't follow anybody's rules at least so far and puts these things out over and over and just in your face but they're so big but like what are you going to do to stop them what are you going to do they're the most successful games in the world yeah 
Uh, you know, it's going to take people like that. And I think that they're going to gut make their industry so gutless that those few that are there are going to be continuing to be huge. They're going to take the industry and then there's going to all these small studios are going to try to replicate that and make edgy stuff because it's going to be the new thing. I think that's how it's going to have to unfold, but the industry has got to eat itself first for that to happen. Go right ahead, boys. You're doing it. You're right on track. You're, you guys are making it right for the wall. Go ahead. Yep. I'm ready. Cause I want to play some of those other fun games. Now that I want to see, you know, crude games, but I want ones that actually have humor that are entertaining that don't sit there and, and check, try to check off every single box or try to do something that, you know, set, has sends a certain message. I just want to have fun. And that's it's, what's going to take to get back to that because they don't, they get incredibly frustrated when it's not what they want. I um, often use the phrase on my radio program, which by the way, I would encourage everybody to listen to. You can download the Wilmington's morning news podcast. See what I did there. Um, I, I, I often use the uh, phrase, it's like a rubber band, Brian. Right? You can stretch a rubber band, but you stretch it too far, and it not only breaks, but it shoots back in the other direction. And I have attributed a lot of what we're seeing to this right now, this, this rubber band on wokeness in all of these various industries, movies, yeah. television, video games, what, whatever, whatever you pull it so far that when it breaks, it's not like a chain where it just breaks and falls to the ground. It breaks and yeah. then shoots back with an incredible amount of force in the other direction. We've all seen a rubber band or a hair tie or something snap. That's what happens. Yeah. And I am convinced that that is what's going to happen with some of this stuff. I truly, I, yeah. in my heart's of heart of hearts, I do truly believe that that's the case because this nonsense can yeah. only go on for so long. Yep. And it, as it's going to hit that, I, I keep telling everybody, politics is a pendulum. It sits there and it swings. And, uh, you know, people think that it's only going to go so far. The problem is, is when the pendulum swings and somehow hits a point where it can't return, that's when you get dictators and things like that. Uh, if we want to keep America going, you have to be willing to let the pendulum swing the other way or else yeah, you go into a dictatorship. And yeah, people you- are so asleep. To, w- to what if the pendulum's on the other side and that's the dictatorship? You need to keep the back and forth because when one side feels threatened that you're not going to give it back, that's when they'll hold it. So you got to knock it off. Anyway, Vote sorry, that California has nothing rec- to do with this. Vote in the California <laughs> recall election. There you go. Uh, that's that, yeah. that's, uh, that's your first step forward. So, all right, well, there you go. Um, so having an opinion about a law that was reaffirmed by the Supreme Court makes you a misogynist piece of shit and you deserve to lose your job because of it. So that's, uh, yes, that's congratulations. what I've uh, Yep, that's what I've learned from uh, this whole situation. So, Brian, thank you for putting that in the show notes. And uh, again, to the audience, yeah. go and uh, give this guy a follow on Twitter. Give him and, some uh, support. I feel yeah. sorry for him. I mean, this is devastating when I'd be that same person. If I were in his same shoes, and I, I would say that very close to a similar opinion and probably a very similar manner because it was not offensive, it was not aggressive, it looked like it was well thought out, and it was an honest opinion. Yeah, And that's what I would try to give if I was writing a statement on that. And I would say the exact same thing. I don't speak out very much on political issues on Twitter and things like that, you know, unless I, my local news I would do. But, you know, I'm saying like on Facebook, I don't talk about political issues. You know, I still have an account there um, because it's just not worth the harassment that you get back. And this is the example of that. You know, it's not worth losing friends that we just, when we see each other, we don't talk politics because they can't get over the fact that someone else has an opinion. Well, you're a uh, you're a braver man than I because I I go completely scorched earth with it. So yeah, I just don't even use it anymore. <laughs> I use it just to see when people's birthdays are. Yeah. So that's it. All right, hey, let's move on for a little bit. Still, yeah, out of politics, but in politics, Amazon is trying to delay to Starlink because it says it can't compete. <laughs> is that, that's, that's according to SpaceX. SpaceX saying that Amazon keeps trying to delay Starlink, which is their satellite internet, which is showing to be very successful. Incredible yeah. performance, a good value. We have a number of our, our listeners uh, and viewers that use it because where they're at in, it was so far away uh, that they could not get internet or they couldn't even stream our show correctly you know, and have it really work consistently. You know, They got Starlink and now they have good, fast internet for a flat fee. Um, so Amazon has been urging the Federal Communications Commission to deny SpaceX the approval needed to launch its second generation Starlink satellites, uh, which is incredible because this is, I think, think of it in outside of the logical and 
you know, sensical version of what they're saying. This is offering internet to people in Africa that, you know, barely have power. It gives them access to the outside world. People in third world countries, it gives them equal access to the internet. Uh, China, uh, you know, they have some control over their airspace, but there's a possibility that they would give access to internet, people to the internet in China. Like all these things, the human rights things that they're now saying, stop that. Look at what it's providing. It's providing equal internet access around the world, which I thought they preached. They wanted internet to be a right. This is the closest thing you're going to get to a, someone that might make internet a right by providing some, for some reason, free internet to everyone in the world. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow in the end, this ends up being free internet to everyone in the world for, you know, or, or something close to it. Um, that's incredible. This gives, this gives people that are being controlled in maybe a, a very uh, strict country, you know, where they control them through their internet, perfect equal internet access to everyone else in the world because they can connect to a satellite that's not controlled by their home country. You're talking about freedom. You're talking about people, well, but it's odd I, I that do, they've gone back on that. I, well, so I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly yes. and, and Melmo in the chat put it perfectly. Be Bezos is just butthurt. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he lost that but, NASA deal, and now he's trying to man manipulate and sabotage the comp competitors. And but what are they going to Nothing happens for it. But what you're saying, I almost agree with, because you're saying mm -hmm. open and free Internet. Well, yes, I agree with well, you I'm not right saying now. I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying no, 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 they no, no, preach no. that they want that. You know what no, I'm saying? I'm oh, saying you're talking about equal space access. Well, I'm saying SpaceX, you know, let's say they do control mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes the entire internet well, what happens well, at when least the worldwide well, access to it well, well what happens when elon musk or or who, who, who whatever's in charge of starlink whatever i'm not, I'm not saying this is going to happen what happens when they get a little too woke well okay so this so that's you, that, there's that, no there's no protecting against it and, all and you can that, do is exactly try to build in as many protections to keep exactly. it free and open as possible just like they've done with the internet I mean, for what it is, I'm surprised that for half of my life or in more, the internet has stayed as open as it has. Yeah, like I'm, I'm talking like newsmax.com. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that you can still warning. do that with, with all this stuff that they've tried to do, I that for me is amazing. So I have some confidence that there is a possibility that this could stay open because you're dealing with so many governments that and so many people that you have to just go with the most safe option, which is leave it open because, uh, you know, it, this could turn into a huge mess. You know, you start giving China filtering options on China satellites and all this, um, you know, this gives a, should give open equal access, which I thought that they were preaching. They wanted years ago. Yes. This is now, providing it. And now you have Bezos trying to stop it from happening. And I get no outrage from people that, would normally be outraged about someone doing something like this, restricting people's access to dot, 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 and they get mad. They're not getting mad. Correct. It's just, it's odd. Why not? Because hypocrites. It's who wants to get hypocrites. Yes. I just, it's just it's, I read the news. It's just, it's, this is why I don't think we're no getting anywhere in the rest of the news, really, past a couple, because these first ones, it's just a hypocrisy after hypocrisy over and over and it's so frustrating to read why aren't you getting mad that bezos amazon is trying to stop people from access being able to access the internet there's places i was in a place this weekend the whole town didn't have a single signal coming in and out of it for dial tone of a, of a landline because somebody cut the line the one line that goes into town this would allow that town to have not be strangle held by that one provider to have open access to the internet right and not be dependent on uh, you know, because they live somewhere far away. That's the perfect example. And he's preventing that. There you go. Why? Like, why aren't people mad? It's just, it's just stupid things like this, where you look at it and it's like, if someone with the opposite political view would have said it, there would be outrage and they'd be coming up with some sort of reason to be pissed. Yet they don't because, Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't align with, you know, he's on my side. I, okay. It's okay. Go ahead. You're fine. He's, he's with me. That's disgusting. I'm, the fact that you do that. There's people I'm on my her. side when they do something. Yeah, there's people on my side that, that do things that are disgusting. You know what? If it's shown that they did something that was wrong, I say, dude, that guy was wrong. I don't sit there and keep pushing up, say, no, no, it can't, you guys are lying. Yeah, but if you can prove that he did something wrong, 
There you go. Brian, I know Brian. none the people I support, they haven't been proven on anything. Brian, 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 Brian. Yeah. Relax. Let me tell you. This is this all comes down yeah. to something very simple. You're not retarded. Okay. So you can I, have, I know, I know. again, I'm gonna keep going back to this. You can make <laughs> a, a you can make a decision by yourself because you're not stupid. Yes. And that's what this all comes down to. And uh, by the way, yes. as exhausting as all of this is, this is the shit I have to do for three hours a day. I know. So, it's a, re- if, reading each of these topics and getting pissed. I just can't if, even imagine. If you're, like, if you're understanding why I'm not, people are probably listening like, wow, why is Nick not so you know, freaking out about this? Because <laughs> this, I just, this is what no, I, I, mean, this is what I do this every is, day. This I, is I've reality been, now. I mean, and hopefully this doesn't, I mean, fortunately we don't get into these conversations very often. But and I, when I say this part, I'm not saying anything bad towards you. I just don't care because I like I, that part of that's already left my like that was this morning's Nick and I'm yeah. a new I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a new man this fresh new Nick yeah after the, <laughs> my nap is like a re, it's like a it's like a hard boot hard resetting a computer you hold down the power button for you, three you, to five seconds you so, yeah you shed your your old skin and you're fresh yeah, yeah I'm like a rept, I'm the reptilians that <laughs> reptilians. Alex Jones has been warning us about yeah I am the reptilian <laughs> Nick you are the reptilian yeah yeah um, you, are, so. you, you you are the reptilian um, I, I I just wanted to point that out because it's just it just to me, I if you looked at it because when these people write these titles, I try to read the article and see it for what it is, not for what the article says it is. Because everybody, all they have to do is write an article that pushes it one way or another, and you can sway so much public opinion. Read the title, okay? Write that off, then read the article and see what it says, and it tells me that he is being anti-competitive and trying to stop this guy just because he wants more money. He's mad that he lost the deal, uh, and he's willing to screw anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. Even the people who around the world that might have internet for the first time in their little village. Thank you. Thank you, Amazon. Your name is so fitting because those people don't deserve internet. Whatever. Let's yeah. go. Well, hey, as long All as right. you can get your cheap Chinese crap delivered in two days, so I guess we're, you're, we're good to go. <laughs> All right. And let's talk. Okay. Let's talk about China for a minute. Sure. Um, oh, sure. And this, you mean this, the United States? This is, <laughs> getting there. Um, I found a, there was an article by Wired that went through and kind of goes through some, some of stuff. the things. Every once in a while, Wired's yeah. got some good good stuff. Yeah, and this wasn't crazy. It was just a very kind of straightforward talk about what this rule really means. You know, um, how easy it is for a lot of people to circumvent some of these things. Uh, you know, what's really happening? Some things that aren't easy to circumvent. Um, you know, so I just thought I I didn't really want to go into it heavily but i thought it would just be something that's interesting for people to read because it explains a lot of the topic uh you know you could try to read whatever uh opinion that they might be putting into the article you know for one way or the other but i think that uh this breaks it apart pretty well uh just to give you a little bit of idea because when you read some of the other articles it's just hard to even come out of it understanding what they're talking about because they're speaking out of both you know two sides of their mouth yeah. They're contradicting themselves half the time. And it's like, well, I have no idea what you're saying. The title says this. I read the article. It actually means the opposite. What do you, what's going on here? And so this one, uh, not not bad. And we'll have it in the show notes. I encourage you to uh, to take a gander at it and see if, see if it helps make it more clear. And you can find that link on our website under infectionpodcast.com. Click on the show notes for episode 347. And uh, you'll see that article listed in there. Um PUBG, Brian. Yes. There's been a bit of a, well, we talked, this was, God, uh, I mean, I, I've got no semblance of time anymore. Six, I eight know. months, maybe a year ago. Um, probably a year ago. Probably brand, probably a year ago. Brandon Green, who was who is the original player unknown, he built the, what is it? Yep. It was an Arma, Arma 2 mod. Then it became H1Z1. An Arma 3 mod. The yeah, well, then they, yeah, they had an Arma 3 one. Then it became H1Z1, King of the Kill. Then it became mm-hmm. PUBG that became uh, owned, by, owned and operated yeah. by Blue player, Hole. A player unknown. And then all these other things. Yeah, now but it's he, just PUBG Battlegrounds. Is that what it is? PUBG Grounds? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's called now, but he <laughs> actually left and created his own studio called Player Unknown Productions, correct? Yeah. Yes. And so they're coming out with, well, they put out this kind of a player test uh, or a world test. Um, which showed some of the environments, some things moving around. It was kind of a teaser. It didn't really show anything about the game. Prologue um, was the name. But of he, it, yeah. 
But yeah, prologue. Uh, so here he has a video that he put on on Twitter. Let's play that really quick. And he's announcing kind of what's coming up, uh, you know, because there, you know, he left PUBG and now has this new studio. All right, come on, talk, please. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hey. If you don't recognize me, I'm player on them. And if that still doesn't ring any bells, I'm the guy that created the Battle Royale game mode about six years ago now as a mod for Arma. And then a few years later, I went on to help make a game called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or PUBG. Earlier this week, I announced my departure from PUBG Studios. And today, I want to speak about what's next for me and my team. But before I start, I just want to take a minute and thank all the players and developers that have elevated a simple game mode into a genre of amazing games. Your imagination and innovation are inspiring to me. Thank you all. If you weren't aware, I started out making games as a modder. And actually, that's where I fell back in love with gaming, getting lost in the open fields of Chinaris. Since then, I've held this deep fascination with sandbox-style open-world games and the freedoms that they give their players. But I always just wish they were a bit bigger. So that's our mission as a studio. We want to create realistic sandbox worlds on a scale that's seldom attempted. Worlds hundreds of kilometers across with thousands of players interacting, exploring, and creating. I'm humbly following in the footsteps of so many other great open world developers like Marcus, Gary, Sean, and so many others. And like them, my dream is not to create a game, but rather a world. Now, there are many problems with creating worlds at the scale that I envision, but one of the more significant is that we simply don't have a way to fill these massive spaces with content, assets, game mechanics, locations, and similar things in a reasonable amount of time. Realistic open worlds take a great deal of time and effort to produce. And so this was the first issue that we chose to tackle. The key to making things bigger than humans can create on their own has always been to get machines to pitch in and help. And, and that's exactly what we've done here. Our machine is a neural network and our network gives us a way to learn and then generate massive realistic open worlds at runtime, or to put it another way, each and every time that you press play. It's this breakthrough that we hope will start pushing video game worlds to the sorts of scale that would lend weight to the idea of, you see that mountain, you can climb it. And coming across a beautiful corner tucked away in a vast wilderness, I think that is real meaning when thousands of players haven't passed that way in the last hour. This is what me and my team have been working on. We're developing this technology required to enable massive scale within open world games. It's been a fascinating project to date, and soon we'll be ready to show off some of what we've achieved. Which brings me to Prologue. As I said, first, we need to build out the technology required to generate these vast worlds, the, the ground on which we'll play, so to speak. Prologue is intended to serve as a, a simple introduction to an early iteration of our technology, and a chance to look at what we've accomplished by leveraging machine learning. In Prologue, you'll need to find your way across a runtime-generated wilderness and use found tools and gathered resources to survive on a journey where harsh weather is your constant foe. There will be no guidance, no path for you to follow, just a world, a spot on the map to reach, and the tools needed to get there. We've also decided to release Prologue as a tech demo rather than a complete game, a way for you to experience an early iteration of our terrain generation tool. Our aim with Prologue is to open the door to our studio and to show you what we're working on. And because Prologue is a tech demo, we're going to let you pay what you want for it. If you like what you see, oh, I like enjoy that. the experience, I want to support the team, that'll be entirely up to you. I think in the end they get this more for that. This is just the start though. Big Small fan glimpse at the technology yeah. that will eventually power a much more extensive experience. Prologue is our first step on a multi-year journey towards creating what we hope will be rich and interactive open worlds. Look, I know I've been a little light on details, so to give you more insight into our plans, we've done an in-depth interview with Dean Takahashi, which will be released tomorrow over in VentureGeek. Finally, 
If after reading that and you think what we're working on sounds interesting, please do drop by our website and check out our career page. So that's all for me today. If you're still here, uh, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you all again soon. Until next time, bye for now. All right. So there you got it. Uh, more of a yeah. uh, prologue is going to be more of a tech demo than a game. Mm-hmm. Um, c- kind of building off uh, procedural generation, I think is kind of what he was describing without saying the word. Yeah. Let's say procedural generation. Uh, but that's. And it looks like a big world. Kind of what I gathered from that, too, is it's a big world. Now, did it sound like in the beginning he was saying people are going to be able to mod the game to manipulate, uh, or is it people are just going to be building all of the environments, like well, all of the towns and everything? Going off their website, it says a sandbox world. And when I think sandbox world, I think Gary's mod. And mm-hmm. and he even mentioned Gary. I think Minecraft. He mentioned um, Marcus Notch. Uh, both of those games have really only been able to succeed as long as they have been because of yeah, of the modding. modding. Yeah. So and I feel like I would, I've been saying this for a so, long yes. time. Have I not? I mean, I feel like I've no, said you this have. Yes. multiple times over the years. The one thing this industry really needs is a big world where you can make mods and just do whatever you want to make something cool so we can discover the next game modes like Battle Royales and all these things that we've gotten uh, you know, survival games like Minecraft that where modding has, you know, created game modes that then people have discovered that's so much fun. I'd like to see that as an individual game. That's the next step in this. The, this is what we need in the industry because it's so hard as technology gets more and more advanced for a small group of people really, or an individual like him to make anything anymore. But see, you know, you're on. having to make it in such old technology or you're having to learn how to do a ton of very advanced things to make it where I w- the modding like this makes it easier. Let me disagree with you. I don't think it's just small okay. studios that have this problem, Brian. I think the likes well, of yeah. Activision, Ubisoft, they all have this same problem. They've got hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of employees. And sometimes yeah. we see some random guy make a mod gets yeah. brought in, that gets brought into it brought into a game it's just how yeah. you can't it doesn't matter how many people you well, employ sometimes actually, a really good idea is just not seen by the people that work there so some random guys let, like let's, oh you, go ahead. let's mention that really quick bethesda they just hired the guy who made that fallout london mod he is now Perfect. he made fallout london and now he's working at bethesda that's exactly what i'm talking about i want to see these people um having a place to showcase talent because i think yeah. we're losing that arm is becoming unusable and it's becoming <laughs> archaic and, well, and they're not the releasing. Same way. exactly it's super old and nobody's replacing that arm is not putting out this new one they promised and i have a feeling that if they do it's going to be still way behind i want to somebody i want to see somebody do it with big scale on the mind this sounds like big scale. Make it so that when people come to like this area of a map, like it loads into my world that I control, where my mods load, like I something like that, where you have a yeah, you have a <laughs> giant world and people can fly around and like they can fly into your world where it's totally modded how you want it. Whatever it is, I mean, I don't know where he's going, but whatever he's doing, there's so little outlets at the moment, and that's why I was kind of hoping that one game, uh, what was it called, I- Wylands. Islands. I was hoping that that would at least grow enough to become a little bit more complex to where you could have something that was cool, but that they had to dumb down so much and it doesn't really do anything. I've been searching for an, a, a platform is what I call it like this, where you can make a game and test prototype game modes. Cause those are hard to do. It's hard to build a whole game just so you can figure out if a game mode works because sometimes you don't know it works until you've tried it. You've played it. You've gone through and seen you know, what level after level, is this something that's enjoyable to continue playing? Or is this something that gets frustrating after five rounds? Or does it make you dizzy? All those things. You don't want to have to build a whole game to do that. We need places that ha- light a mod. And, you know, it's hard to do that really on GTA, you know, and really do f- something that's flexible. Make something that's made for it. I've been asking for it for years now. I hope what, that I kind of heard that out of him and I'm hoping that's what it is. But make something that allows us to make games without having to do all the movement system, doing all the, the, you know, the weather system. Make something that allows us to really mod it. Because look at the cool things people do in Rust. 
Look at the cool things people do in name the game that allows heavy modding. Some of those things are awesome. And they, Skyrim, they it's like legitimate professional Skyrim. Yeah. Some of that stuff is incredibly uh, awesome. But you yeah. know what? There are limitations to Skyrim, what they can do. That engine is so old. <laughs> and yet what people do, they I see where people say, I put 1,000 mods on it. And look at what it looks like. And they're walking around. You know, it kind of looks like a modern game at that point. But the thing is so old. It's, uh, you know, give people, if people had a new platform, start putting that on something that has the ability to do race tracing and, and all these other things. Then you'll see really cool things. This is what I've been, and that's why I've been asking for it. I want to see it because for the game industry to continue moving forward with new ideas, it can't always come from the industry uh, veterans. They don't have, they're sometimes so stuck in an idea. You can say what you want about PUBG or about Brandon, you know, the issues with the game or whatnot. But yeah. I, I, I don't, th I, one thing I, one thing you can't say is that this guy has, I mean, he literally built an entire genre of gaming. Yeah, for the better Battle or worse, Royale. I don't, he, I don't he, care what, I don't care what your opinion based, is. It, based on a film that he enjoyed from, you know, because he's from, from a, the, he came from Asia yeah. as far as from being over there. And there's a movie called Battle Royale that he enjoyed, and he made a game that pretty mimics the concept of it. You know, yeah. it, it it became incredibly successful. It takes people like that watching some weird movie from some other country, be like, oh, that's a cool idea. Let's make yeah. it. And I don't want to use necessarily use the word visionary because I think that's an overused term. But I'm confident that based on Brandon's prior successes and his forward-looking nature in this industry, that if and I, presumably he made a boatload of money off uh, PUBG. Now, can I say can I say something on the other side of the issue? Because there are people possibly listening that have a very different opinion. And sure, I just want to mention too. that yeah, there's got? a lot of people that are very frustrated with him because of he, I, from what I understand, because I, I sat and talked to some people that are really deep in the modding, uh, arm of modding community that have firsthand experience and have very, very, very well known mods like his. Um, and they have said that he paid people to do a lot of that work and then he never gave them the money afterwards. And there's a lot of people in that arm of modding community that are very mad with him because that supposedly happened. And I, 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 you know, that's just what was told to me from people that are, you know, one person away from it. You know, people that are so close to that industry, you know, they know that person. Um, yeah. And that's what I was told, you know, so I can't say that it's a hundred percent because the person who it happened to, you know, does, didn't say it to me, but you know, this industry, uh, it's just, you know, that, that, that is one side of it. I don't, it's not when people say, Hey, you know, he did all this by himself. He's such a visionary. Uh, there's a lot of conflict around that. I mean, sure. You can go, to some forum somewhere and read about it if you want. But uh, yeah, I mean, he came out on top though. And that's the thing I do give him much respect because getting it from a mod, sometimes there's a lot of people that just, you know, they're part of it and you just can't have them be a part of it going forward because they're hobbyists. Right. Yeah. And you're moving to the next step. Uh, there could be a bit of people that are pissed about that, but that is, that is a weird little kind of a conflict with him. And I don't want to stir up anything or make anybody mad. And, you know, I'm just giving, there's two opinions on him. That's the other opinion. So you can say, you know, he did this all himself. Uh, but, you know, for this, this is kind of a nod to that nodding community. If in, they get in return something that they've been asking for for so many years, because there's so many people so sick of armor that just want something to replace it, be pissed at it all you want. But he took that money. And if he turned around and made something that you're going to use and love into the future, let it go. <laughs> Water under the bridge that into that whole community. Because I, I'm talking to a very niche set of people right now, and we'll move on really quick. But honestly, let it go. Because if this really works and it becomes something that makes modding platforms and places for people to really build their own things as popular, and that becomes a new game mode where people are just going playing other people's game modes, kind of like what Fortnite's been doing with creative mode, just create something like that for adults. That would be awesome. I think it would be a whole new industry. And if he does that, that's proving he's a visionary. You know, And then people can leave it, <laughs> let it go. Because if he pulls this off, that's visionary thought. And that proves that, you know, he did have something behind it. It wasn't other people carrying him across that. Yeah. So, well, his website is player unknown productions with an S dot yep. net. And uh, you can check that out. Well, Brian, it's been well, an I, well, there's one more thing. I just want I, sure. one thing I want you to yeah. I want you to see. Yeah. No uh, man's I, guy. I, I, uh, yeah. Have, has, it's only taken five years. But No Man's Sky has finally gotten positive Steam reviews. Are you willing to now play it? No.
positive. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's not oh, bad. It's fine. I, first of all, I don't. First of all, I don't play. I mean, it's video not like games. so good, but it's not bad. I know that's I true. But I don't play video to, games very often. I mean, maybe. It's just it, the game is such a night and day difference from what it started with. At some point, I want you to play it so you can at least see what you were hyped for in the beginning. Because you were, I remember when you were hyped. You were so hyped. Yeah, don't remind me. And then you know, <laughs> but you could have it. It's there. The thing that you wanted is right. Yeah, but in front of you your know face. what I had to reach yeah. out. Yeah, but you know when I wanted that, Brian? I know, when five I was years like, ago. Yes. When I was I like 17 years old, and now I'm 24. All right. I just don't give a shit. That's the problem. <laughs> I he missed his age demographic. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I just, you know, at the time I wanted that, and now I just would rather. 10 years not. from now, you'll have a group of, of, of bitter mid 30 year olds sitting there bitter about No Man's Sky I'm not still. Bitter. I'm not bitter about it. It's just, I. I understand that the game is a serious time investment to really kind of oh, yeah. get into it and i just don't I, i'd pr- prefer not to do that yeah all right well so, i mean good well, for him. we'll see we'll keep watching it yeah we'll yeah. keep watching I mean, it good, and good, uh, good they've they've de- they hey, at least they went through how many games have we gotten that were just dumpster fires when they came out and then they just dropped the game because they realized it wasn't worth the investment yeah it wasn't worth pushing through thank you sean for at least sitting this one through and making the game you promised and it took you five years to do it you know and a lot of cost i'm sure but at least he did it i wish more developers because i've got a library full of crappy games that if they just came back and fixed them would be some pretty cool games uh you know and then i just wanted to point that out i know we give them a lot of crap but it's pretty cool that they have pushed it through you know and whatever failings they did in the beginning a lot of times it's how you finish that matters. And I, and I appreciate that someone actually finished rather than just dumping the game and having it be a you know, stain on the record. I absolutely can give the devil his due. Obviously, the community as a whole, at least on Steam, yep. um, uh, thinks that, that it is a, you know, a, a good playable game. So I, yep. I'm good. I mean, nothing's worse than having a useless yep. game in your Steam library. So that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's cool that you know they, they became successful, and uh, yeah. we'll we'll see. Yeah, good good for them. So I I think that's it. Anything else you wanted to discuss? I know we we're getting real out on here. Um, no, we've got, there was some other stuff, but uh, we'll get into it on a uh, later. We covered a whopping four topics on today's show. That might be a new record. I know. For, uh, for topics, so. <laughs> I even had more topics that I didn't put in the show, the notes because I was just like I just don't want to add continue adding to this. So well, I just stopped. We'll, We'll get to some. Uh, we'll get to some of that stuff next week for sure. Yep. All right. Well, hey, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab and Parlor, um, of course you can go check out my blog biteoftech.com. Uh, if you go to our website, go to infectionpodcast.com on the right hand side, join our Discord server, and if you go there, you can submit. There's a news channel, um, and we actually have a channel where you, if you're, I think if you're a sub, maybe we show opened up for everybody. I think actually now where it shows you a lot of the updates and things that happen on games that we follow, uh, and uh, also there's just channels that you can chat, talk about health stuff and uh, politics, all kinds of things in there. Uh, if you want to uh, watch the show, you can watch that through YouTube, Bitshoot, D Live, and um, Mixer. Not mixer. What's the uh, what's the last one? Oh, Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said D live. I skipped oh, Twitch, sorry. the one that we're live on right at this moment. <laughs> and and uh, and if those are all live and after the fact, and if you do that, um, usually you can you can catch it live. I don't know if they all are going live every time. Uh, we also have audio forms, the lower right hand side. So whatever platform device you want to use, you can use that to connect and listen to us. If you're listening, just jump to the show notes uh, for that particular episode and click and follow along with the links. It's really easy if you want to download the episode and listen and it's going to be in a web browser while you click around and view the articles, you know, maybe while you're driving. Well, not while you're driving, but someone's driving you and uh, or in a car <laughs> on the subway, <laughs> wherever. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it works out pretty well for that. If you want to support us, you can do that by going to the support tab at top. Uh, there's infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or, you know, Prime Gaming, uh, Amazon, Boo, Humble Bundle. <laughs> you got a lot of different ways. Uh, subscribe Star. And uh, if you want to do that, just click on that tab, type the address, and that will all go towards our next convention, which we're anticipating. Hopefully soon. Yeah, well, I don't even know if we'll be allowed to go to those um, with our crazy yep. radical viewpoints. Uh, I do want to thank our friend Big Woody Sauce, the Ross, the Sauce Boss, for hitting us up with a 33-month, he said hi in his message here hi. on Twitch. Hi, Ross. Thanks for uh, joining us this evening. Appreciate it. And uh, Ross is a 
Ross is an OG. We got a lot of OG. I'm about the only thing I that know. is around at this point is OGs. Um, so, uh, uh-huh. so yeah, uh, Brian, you are the oest of G's. Um, I remember yep. a Skype conversation back many, many years ago that has led to I know. this illustrious <laughs> program. So I know, isn't it ridiculous? I got a green yes. screen in my bedroom now, and all this equipment. Oh, well, yeah, here we are. Um, I am uh, excited to. Uh, and now you're a radio host. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, that is. <laughs> Started that with itself, Google that Hangouts. In, <laughs> that in itself is absolute. And so the fact that anybody thought, the fact that anybody is paying me to to do that is almost <laughs> unbelievable. Some days I, I'm just fun. expect I'm expecting one morning to wake up to an email. Don't come in and be like, ah, well, it's fun not last. <laughs> we, we've had, okay, we we've had enough. We've got our yeah, phone. thanks. Yeah, well, that <laughs> seems to be going really well. I'm looking forward to uh, Brian. We'll see you here in. Uh, about seven, uh, the eight, depending on seven or eight days, depending on how the uh, timing all works out. So very much uh, looking forward to that. I haven't, haven't seen my good friend very Brian good. and Sean in a uh, couple of years. So meeting some new yep. friends, Tag Durante, uh, Jonesy, uh, your uh, beautiful wife. So very much looking forward to uh, meeting yes. everybody uh, and seeing everybody in the next. It will be weeks. a hoot. Yeah, <laughs> be, uh, be, uh, I'm gonna go get a little trans. I'm going to go and get a liver transplant (laughs) tomorrow. Um, All right, Brian, thank you as always. We'll catch up the next Tuesday. See you later. Bye. All righty, folks. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. An interesting episode of Infection. And uh, again, you can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. If you like what you heard, at least on the political side, I'd recommend you check out my Wilmington's Morning News podcast. Each and every weekday morning, you can grab it on all your favorite podcast apps. If you missed any portion of this program, you can go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.